To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And now, the hosts of the Disinsider Show, Skylar Schuler and Derek Cornell. Hello, all you beautiful people, and welcome to episode 22 of the Diz Insider Show. It is happening. We are in our studio, as you can hear from the echo. Super echoey. Yeah, so we're in our new studio, which is awesome. Derek finally moved into his new house. We have the studio here. Um, we haven't put up the soundproof paneling yet, as you can tell. Nope. So we are going to try our best to talk as close to the mic as possible at when we are speaking, or together, or both. Doesn't matter. Yes. Um, not a lot of news came out again. But you know what news has come out is something exclusive to our Patreon listeners. For our $7 and our $10, not this Sunday, but next Sunday, we are starting the podcast video. We are so excited. So you guys will have that also. It'll be, we're going to figure it out. We got, we have a couple. We have so much shit to figure out. Next week. Yes. Not this coming Sunday, but the next coming Sunday. Which is yes. awesome. So, And then look out for YouTube videos and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. We're launching, baby. We're launching. Yeah, we're here. Um, so aside from that, is there anything you want to get into before we get into the first news topic of the day? Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about Mad Mickelson. As, oh, yeah. uh, he's, he's in early talks to play Grindelwald. Do you like that? I do. Because if he plays anything like he did in Doctor Strange, I think he'd be pretty good. Yeah, you know, he's, uh, I mean, he's good in everything. He's really good in Hannibal. He's really yes. good in Star Wars. He's he really plays good in great Marvel. villains. Yeah, that's like his thing. And uh, he kind of looks like Johnny Depp in terms of putting the makeup on him. You could probably see it. Yeah, like, I, I, you said Star Wars, and I was like, oh, oh, he Robot. played a good guy. Yeah, good he, guy. yeah uh, <laughs> a good guy. Jen Erso's dad, I forget his name. Something or so. Um, Galen. Galen, oh, good job. Hey, look hey, at you. Hey, thank no, you. Hey, there you go. Galen Urso. So, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk more on that in a way here in a little bit. But the first news item on the docket today is, uh, so last week, Disney is not done moving their properties to uh, other theatrical release dates. Um, in fact, now Disney has no theatrical releases this year. That's with, shocking. Yeah, with Soul coming to Disney+. Plus. Um, Disney has moved their two 20th century projects, both of which I think you and I are both excited for free guy starring Ryan Reynolds and death on the Nile, the sequel to the murder murder on the Orient express. Uh, they both been moved to 2021. I don't believe they have release dates yet. Ugh. I was so looking forward to death on the Nile. Oh, I know. So was I did, even free. Did guy. we see murder on the Orient express together? We might've. God, that was such a good movie. Um, I, it's I, like I, my favorite board game is Clue, and it was literally Clue. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's so a little fun. more se- a little more serious, but yes. But see, like that right. and Knives Out, and then this upcoming movie. Oh, yeah, it's take it's, my um, money. They're what, just, what are they? What are they fun. called? Not spaghetti. murder mysteries. Yeah, isn't there a name for like, it? Like I even liked uh, well, murder mystery yeah, on Netflix with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, which is not bad, by the way. No, I liked it. I like those cheesy who kills who. Yeah, then, me too. And then, you know, they're trapped inside a house and they have to figure it out. It's literally Clue, and I yeah. love it. And it's funny because Ryan Reynolds is doing Clue yeah. for Disney. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's, um, yeah. Is he Professor Plum? Is he General Custer? Is he uh, the green guy? <laughs> Maybe he's the chick. <laughs> um, 
That's nope. very versatile. I was I was excited for Free Guy too because it was basically Grand Theft Auto meets Wreck It Ralph. It's like a more insane off the walls Ready Player One. Exactly, <laughs> and you know how I feel about that. Yes, I know. Um, super sad. I Soul is the only thing coming out from Disney this year in terms of like what was supposed to be theatrical. Yeah, now but that's no, yeah, it's Disney Plus, so now, it's not even theatrical. Uh, so at this point, don't expect anything huge coming out in theaters. Like you have Freaky, which I want to see, but like Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, that's getting moved. Oh, for sure. And anything else, which I don't think there's too many projects that are coming out. I mean, the Crudes, but you know, I think no, I think gonna... all we have looking forward to is. Streaming service exclusive movies. Yeah. I'm hoping by spring or summer things will get better. Speaking of Netflix, Martin Scorsese signed a deal with Netflix. Hell yeah. That's cool. You don't like Scorsese? I like Scorsese. In fact, one of my favorite movies to this day, to this day, is that stupid Adam Driver movie with him and Andrew Garfield. Oh, it's where... Silence. Silence, yeah. I like it. I don't... I've never seen it. It's really good. It's really... And it's, it's got like Liam Neeson in a small... like Japan? Yeah. Are they re- whitewashing or are they actually American? No, 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 no. It makes sense. I promise oh, you it's not okay. whitewashing. I was like, I just this The Great Wall with Matt Damon part two? I'm going to be pissed. I, I like Martin Scorsese's filmography. I don't like... Netflix Martin Scorsese. And I... Because I, I, The Irishman is not my favorite one of his movies and it's... Did you watch it's it? It's too long. Yeah, it's too long. It's it's way too long. Uh, that movie that see, movie could just, have been told. You could have told that movie much shorter, and it would have been plausible. So do you like Titanic? No, absolutely not. Why? Because I don't like glor- glamorizing true life events. I never have. I never have. Which is the same thing with that COVID nineteen movie that Michael Bay is producing. Where it's like in 2024, we're all locked down by the government. True, but and I don't like Pearl Harbor. I, I disagree with you about. I mean, Pearl Harbor. The, I mean, the, the, I, I the do sequence, like it. the sequence, the battle sequence. Like, actually, like, Pearl Harbor as, was cool. Yeah, I almost the, the, my... the events of Pearl Harbor was cool. No, no I'm, I'm kidding. The movie. Okay, no, no. I'm, I was like, when it gets into you know when the Japanese like bomb and kill a bunch of people, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. Oh my no, I or like... that Nick Cage in 9/11 movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's people that I liked it because Nicolas Cage you know, donated his proceeds to. Oh, see, that's the people. cool. That that I like. You know I, what's a better uh, 9-11 movie is Flight 93. Oh, that is really good. It's really good. We're going off on a tangent, which is okay because we don't have a lot to talk this about. Is, but you t- listen, this is podcast. But, so I, I should reword what I'm saying. I don't like Titanic as a movie. I think there are good things about it. I think Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet are fantastic. Because that's what I was yes. going to go off of was like it doesn't really romanticize it as much as like people say it does. It's just... It takes place with these two people, one lower class, one high class, and you get to see both sides of like we, what happens on the boat with regarding classes. And then, you know, with I, the whole ship sinking, it doesn't really focus on their love story as much as I. Uh, I just kind don't of contradicting myself. I just don't like a shoehorned in with the old lady throwing the necklace in there. I'm like, okay, I wanted to like in Titanic. If I'm doing it, I was young. I was like nine years old when it came out, or eight. I think it was ninety eight. Listen, when Titanic came out, it was just scary to me. Like, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. it, you but see you people dying. When it came out in theaters, they had to do two showings, part well, one and part two. Yeah, they had to do like an intermission. <laughs> it's and like a if three you and a half the, hour if, movie. Yeah, if you bought the VHS, it came in two cassettes. That's so weird. Yeah. Now you can just put everything on a Blu-ray mm-hmm. or streaming. Anyways, what I'm saying is, is there are good things. There's the acting. And then there's the special effects because those special, special effects. effects yes. Well, that's same thing with Pearl Harbor. Well, that's something you can count on Michael Bay and James Cameron. Both, I am not huge fans of their work. No, 
But I, I think mean, we're very, I would say we're very like, adamant that we're anti-James yeah, Cameron. My f- see, like everybody loves Armageddon. I think that's the stupidest movie. Deep Impact's a much better yeah. asteroid. See, I c- the only Michael Bay movie that I like is the first Transformers. That's it. Ah. Uh, Maybe I mean bad, Pearl, the, Pearl the, 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 Oh no 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 the Bad Boys the, Bad Boys That's to- You're totally right I liked one and two Yeah the first Transformers is good I agree yeah. with you on that But um, Anything else No I mean I do like Pearl Harbor Because I am born on Pearl Harbor Day <laughs> And it's just You know that's something That I used to watch Every single year For my birthday And I think they could have done Without a Like a love interest Like that whole Like that's something that I thought you were talking about Titanic Where they're focusing on like Like the rom- like like you said, romanticizing tragedy, and I think that Pearl Harbor did that more than Titanic did that because right. it's. I think Titanic still stayed true to what it was, and I mean, everybody has their own risk for it. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but with like Ben Affleck and all that, it's just they spent way too much time on their backstory i guess yeah i don't know it's just it doesn't flow well but like you said like the action and the special effects of pearl harbor are phenomenal yeah but there's there's and i think the point we were getting as long movies and i don't mind a long movie like quentin tarantino's movies are long and i love those. the hateful eight oh my goodness did you see uh well uh once upon a time in Hollywood, they're going to release all of his like Quentin Tarantino directed shorts that Leonardo DiCaprio was. You know, you see like Rick Dalton's movie posters. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. I like, heard about he's going to put out a series of uh, um, Bounty Law. Oh, see, and I would watch that. Yeah, it's its own it's, separate it's, series. It's just it's just different. I I I don't like long drawn out movies where I think they can be shorter as opposed to movies that I feel that was a a suitable runtime. See, which you can make the argument for the Irishman. I'm just not that. That's what I was going to say. I was like the Irishman, like with long movies, like Peter Jackson. Oh my God. I cannot stand his, his storytelling because there's a lot of stuff. Cause the Lord of the Rings movies are boring. Yeah. So I don't know. Sorry. Because every single film he does is over almost over three hours long. Yeah. I want to know uh, King what Kong rep, movie was only good for the last 45 minutes. I want to know oh what goodness. rep at Universal is giving him the go-ahead to spend that much money on a three-hour movie and no, barely I, cut anything. Did you I, know, like, I in Lord it. of the Rings, there's still a lot of deleted scenes? Yes, I know. I'm like, but The Irishman, I never felt bored watching it. I, Lord of the Rings, cool. I got bored Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> it's um, just glorified walking. Anyway, let's, off let's, that tangent. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to the rink with Disney+. Plus. We're talking the Mighty Ducks. Um, right. Our friends over at the Ronin, who's actually Ooh, really... Shout out to Caleb. Uh, uh, that's Christopher. Christopher. Oh, yeah. Christopher. Night Edge Media. Yeah. Anyways. Edge Media. Whatever. He, Christopher is probably one of... I will say this. Christopher is one of the best production Oh, insiders. I sent this to you. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. He's Christopher is probably one of the best production insiders out there. Like he nails productions. You know what's funny is like these guys getting scoops off of audition tapes. I think that's so lazy. <laughs> I won't I won't get into that. I'm just saying. Um, what I what I'm gonna say is he did post about uh, Emilio Estevez, who's coming back as Coach Gordon Bombay, as he should. Apparently he plays the bat coach in this movie. Is it series. weird? Is it weird that I I had like, it was like a no-brainer that Emilio Estevez was going to direct some episodes. Yeah. So, well, that that's his scoop. I just that, thought, like, oh, of course he is. You know what I mean? 
was like when as soon as Christopher posted this, I was like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, so, why not just be the showrunner? <laughs> yeah, so he is stepping behind the camera. For, I don't know how many episodes, maybe just one. But he's no stranger to directing. He directed the '90s comedy Men at Work with his yes. uh, that starred him and his brother, and he directed that uh, Robert Kennedy movie. Remember that movie Bobby, where he played where Emilio actually played uh, Bobby Kennedy. I've never seen that. Yeah, it's got a stacked cast. It actually had some notoriety. Was uh, up for some awards. One more side note. I'm so sorry. JFK. Long movie. Did you like it? JFK, JFK. Who's in that one? It's Kevin Costner. No, I didn't. I will be honest. That's one I have not seen. Okay. It's really good. Anyway, keep going. Um, but yeah, that's it. Uh, Mighty Ducks. It's it's getting ready to wrap filming here within the next couple weeks. Should be Which on Which is Disney. super quick. Yeah. Right? It was a, well, it, it did get hit by COVID. What was our, was it, was our scoop the actual series? Ours, uh, we didn't scoop the series. We scooped the other director. You scooped the other director. Remember Anya Adams? Oh, right. It was a Did long time ago. Did we scoop Emilio Estevez too? Dude, no, we have no, no. so much that I can't remember. We didn't scoop Emilio Estevez, but we did because it came out that same time as uh, uh, Rick Moranis. Came out like oh yeah. We, we so we I don't scoop that shit. Yeah, or I scooped it. You, you did. gave it to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's supposed to come out next year. Uh, again, you know the Mighty Ducks apparently play like. Team Iceland, they're the bad guys. I really hope Keenan pops up. That would be hilarious. Joshua, I want the whole Mighty Ducks that are Not still around. Not the crackhead one. Uh, yeah, he's... Well, I heard he's turned his life around, got a new pair of teeth. Really? Well, because two. I... Th- we have a local station out in California, mostly the Inland Empire in LA, called The Woody Show. It's 98.7. And... Not it was earlier this year, and I don't know how he can turn his life around that quickly. Well, it was earlier this year where he broke into somebody's house, stole random shit, and they yeah. got arrested. Yeah, well, his best because he was going to sell it for meth. His best friend is I forget his name. I think it's Sean Weiss, or is Sean Weiss him? Anyways, he has a best friend that was his co-star in the Mighty Ducks movies. Best friend, and he was there from 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 like the whole way through. Th- wow, through his downs. That's, that's so tragic. he sent he paid for him to go to um, a treatment center, came out of the treatment center, has gained all his weight back. Oh, good, because that he's oh, off, he was scary. He's, right now he's, he's, uh, he's sober, and he has a new set of teeth, and he and his best friend are, are getting ready to write some movies together. Oh, good. So, so he's turning well, his life so, around. This was, but, and this was like two months ago. Okay, so what, are, what is the likelihood of him making a small cameo in the new Mighty Duck series? Do you think it's relatively high? Like, you think execs are like, okay... This guy's turned his life around. Let's throw him in an episode or, or whatever. Uh, or do they have any plans of bringing old players back? I'd say that for any of the players, 10% chance. And, and the only reason why there's a 10% chance in terms of zero is because um, I, it's going to be hard for Keenan to come back, Keenan Thompson, because he's he's doing Home Alone right now. He's doing the Oh, Home that's Alone. right. I was going to say, I was like, and I think his, his filmography, I was like, he's his main focus is Saturday. And I... He's got to leave soon. He's yeah. on his 20th season. Yeah, he's longest running cast member now, right? Yeah, but it's fun. You know what's funny? I always make this uh um I always make this like uh what am I what am I trying to say? This connection with all that. Yeah, it's like the minor leagues and then SNL's the <laughs> yeah, majors. Yeah, that's so And funny. then like uh and he was the best character. He was the best actor on that yeah, show too. Yeah, but he was he was in Groundlings and everything. That dude has he's been in sketch comedy since he was fucking Oh, sorry for my language. Um since he was like 15 with all that. And then Keenan and Cal, yeah. all sketch comedy shows. Yeah. No, no, you're, you're right. Um, but I say there's a 10% chance they come back. Cause it, as long as coach Gordon Bombay is in this universe, then those players will exist in this universe. Right. So maybe let, let's say Keenan Thompson does show up. 
maybe he's an assistant coach. Maybe That's he what plays, I was going to say. Maybe a referee. Maybe maybe a coach of another team. Like I think maybe small cameos. Maybe ten, I'm, I'm saying ten percent. Okay. Side I'm not going to say zero. Side note: Would you watch a Keenan or a uh, Keenan and Kel feature? Yeah. Please tell me there's one in development at least. No. <laughs> no. Like Good Burger, the mo- I would oh, watch no, a Good, good, good Burger is already a movie. No, but I, oh, are you saying would I watch another one? No, I'm thinking like because you know Keenan and Kel is a series. I would watch a Good Burger too. Oh, I, it's so dumb. I would dumb, watch a Keenan and Kel movie. Oh, I would too. And it could be anything. Disney, get on that. Nickel, it'd probably be better if they were Nickelodeon. Dude, I have the best synopsis. Keenan and Kel go on a, on a cross-country trip to find one of uh, the best local orange sodas. Oh, that would be kind of cool. It's like a Harold and Kumar White Castle, and they go to try to find it and just get up into <laughs> make shenanigans. It, make it rated R. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> Because we've all grown up now. Now we're all old enough. Yeah, to we're all old yeah, enough to watch Keenan say "fuck" and "jeez." Yes. Sorry. Next, next thing. This one's very small. This came out of nowhere. Um, John Casser has signed on to co-star in the Disney Plus original movie Florida. I'm getting Ulysses. a lot quicker at these uh, yeah, pulling yeah, up the yeah, articles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Usually, I take like five minutes. You d- you won't know who John Casser is by his face. You might. You'll know him from his voice work. So he oh, he yeah. was the Crypt Keeper in Tales of the Crypt, and he's been in uh, d- multiple Disney projects, but he's most notable for doing the voice work of Miko in the Pocahontas films. The raccoon, right? Yeah. 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 So he's going to voice the squirrel in Flora and Ulysses, who's like the main character along with Flora, the, the young girl. And the squirrel's got like superhero powers. Oh, that's um, sick. It's based on a book. And, uh, well, I can see. Uh, yeah, I like the... Uh... I like the uh, uh, the artwork. Yeah, it looks really nice. So I'm I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping good things from this. You know, um, this is something that's right up Disney Plus's alley. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, really, I don't know. Like, it's got a good cast. Allison Hannigan's in it. From, oh, yeah. how much um, mother? Yep, and the, she plays her mother. And guess who plays her father? Ben Schwartz. Yes, that's so awesome. Um, there's a couple other uh, smaller name actors that I'm sure you've heard of in the movie. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but uh, oh, it's, it's you know it's about I a girl and her watch, superhero squirrel. I would totally watch an Entertainment 720 movie. <laughs> oh, no, with Wouldn't like Aziz Ansari and Ben Schwartz. Just okay. I'm Give thinking us, of stupid random comedies. I'll write them all. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll uh, get on that NBC because you own the rights or Peacock. Either way, Peacock. Peacock's better or than just, NBC now. Or just let me pitch it to NBC. There you go. Because <laughs> they own everything now with Universal. Yep. Well, Universal. Is there, so you got to pitch it to Universal. Shit. Just <laughs> just get Mike Shear's number. Um, <laughs> did anybody call you back? No. <laughs> no. Do you want to tell everybody what we did at the bar last week? So we, after we were recording, <laughs> recording, after we were done recording the show last week, Derek and I went to this... Uh, local outdoor bar. Yeah. Um, we had a couple drinks, and by a couple, I mean we, we had a few. We're old, we're, it was episode 21. We were celebrating. Yeah, exactly. New studio. Hey, we're adults. We like to engage in some drinking. Yeah, so uh, we were trying to book an interview with Mike Schur, who's, <laughs> who's the creator of Parks and Rec in the office <laughs> and, and The Good Place. Which has nothing to do with Disney. We were just like, dude, call his reps. Let's so, see if we can get him on. So I called the, his reps <laughs> office, and I left him a long, strung-out <laughs> voicemail. Dude. Safe to say I did not get a call back. You remember when I faked it? 
I uh, you had me sold for. I left myself a voicemail and I listened to it and it was like three minutes long and I'm like faking the phone call. Oh, it was and so funny. Hear me back. No, Derek, no. Don't stop, wait. Stop, no. Derek. Don't, no, don't do it. You're faking. <laughs> don't do it. No. So yeah, that that's what happened. So we need to get try again when we're a little bit sober. Or um, get someone actually from Disney, not because we're fans of his work. I know. <laughs> uh, the Mandalorian season three. Oh. Is uh, starting production in November. Last I heard from the latest grid I saw, it, it was supposed to start on Monday. So um, they might be secretly filming this show already, season three. Speaking of The Mandalorian, did you get a chance to watch episode 10? Uh, no. So I don't want to talk about it. I'm sorry. I'll, okay. we'll, we'll talk about, which is good because there's not, we'll talk about 10 and 11 in next week's episode. Okay. Then we'll catch up. And from what I've heard, 10's not that good. Don't spoil it. Um, no, so hopefully 11's better. I told you that. It was boring as shit. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Um, Mandalorian Season 3 is supposed to start production anytime now. Really not a lot to talk about with, uh, with that. But apparently Deadline, when they did their report, um, they had put that a Boba Fett movie is supposed to be f- uh, filming this week, too. A Boba Fett movie? Oh, series, series, series. Like, sorry, sorry. Oh, was it, was it movie? No, it was a limited series. Well, there was... Always a plan. It was with James Bond. Boba Fett was supposed to come after Solo. Yeah, and it was supposed to be Michael B. Jordan. What? Yeah, as Boba Fett. Uh huh. And James. Oh, Man- I hate the can- no and continuity. J- no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, and James Mangold was supposed to be directing, uh, directing which is awesome. That's cause, cool because he did Logan and he did the Wolverine. He did Walk the Line. He's a fantastic director. He did uh, Ford versus Ferrari, which is awesome Disney movie. Go check it out. See, I don't know how you do a Boba Fett movie without Tamara Morrison as Boba Fett. First off, you're not doing a Boba Fett m- movie with Tamara Morrison. Sorry, not happening. He's not leading a movie. They needed big name power for Boba Fett. Was not going to be any other way. I, I say I, then don't do it. Of course, I agree. Yeah. But if you're going to do it. Like, maybe maybe uh, Michael B. Jordan was going to be Cobb Van, and they were just calling it Boba Fett because he was donning the armor. But I would not... That's why he... Tomorrow Morrison... No? Yes. But, but that's him at the end of episode nine, right? Y- yes, but that's completely different. The Mandalorian isn't centered on Tomorrow Morrison. He's not leading this on a big screen. And, it's, I, and it's, I understand where you're coming from, but, like... I, I agree with you. It just bothers I, me that y- it's y- not... I agree. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. I think I'm just saying it was never going to be freaking clone. I get it. Yeah, no, no. Trust me. Anyway, uh, another movie that's supposed to start production is The Little Mermaid. All right, Skylar, take this away. <laughs> <laughs> take it away. Um, so, on, um, on the Diz Insider Show episode, might have been 15. Um, Elliot would know. Elliot, look into that for us. Put it in the comments or tweet it on Twitter. Um, thank you again. Uh, one of our rumors of the week is that I had heard that, you know, to accommodate Melissa McCarthy's schedule with Hulu's Nine Perfect Strangers, which sounds awesome, by the way, um, that The Little Mermaid was pushing back production to late November, early December. Now, you can go back to the Diz Insider show and cross-reference that. That's awesome. Now, there is actually a really, uh, really nice follower of mine that really covers these movies i have a couple of them and uh i've shouted them out on the podcast a million times um spencer wary who is actually one of our patreon subscribers shout out to spencer um he tagged me in a instagram post from an instagram called hallie is ariel mermaid which is a really nice one they're one of the more respectful ariel instagrams out there because there's some toxic ones which i don't know why you don't like it watch the original anyways 
uh, Hallie basically confirmed our rumor of the week. Uh, she is leaving uh, her little tea time Thursdays with her sister, Chloe, because um, she is flying off to London in a couple weeks. My my assumption is now, because it, it is starting in December. It's not starting in November. Our, our site, our post is late November. It's starting in December. Um, what will end up happening is just like it was supposed to this summer before it got pushed back to accommodate Melissa McCarthy's shooting schedule is they're going to fly into London likely, likely after the holidays that she's not, Thanksgiving isn't going to be away. Uh, she's going to have to COVID test because Pinewood is very strict with their health and safety protocols, which Disney as they should be. Yeah. As Disney is very strict as well with their safety and safety and health protocols, they'll test them. If they test negative, they, and everyone tests negative and, and it's safe to do so, they'll go right into filming in December. First week, second week of December, if one of them passes negative, they will quarantine at Pinewood Studios uh, housing facilities, which are just down the street. They'll quarantine in their little bubble for as long as it takes. Usually it's two weeks, but lately we've been saying, you know, five, six, seven days. We, we've seen this with the Batman, which is, has also shooted at Pinewood and other locations in Jurassic World, which just wrapped filming. Um, and then if that's the case, then they'll just start second or third week of December pause for the holidays, restart in January, and then move on from there. Now, this can all change like it did in the summer, um, but as far as we know, December's the likely, you know, target for production. I know everyone's excited for this, but 2020's really put a wrench in everything and how movies shoot, how they schedule, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there, and if we get any updates, we'll uh, we'll share it on the website or on the show or both. Uh, we are going to move into... Something that, this is probably the biggest piece of news, and it wasn't really, what drop? Oh. wasn't really too much new, I should say, um, more of confirmation. A lot of, a lot of this confirmation we're going to talk about right now came from Murphy's Multiverse, who we yeah, shout out all true. the time. So shout out to Charles and his team. Uh, one of, one of our Patreon subscribers, uh, Edward Rose, superhero theorist, awesome writer, great designer, uh, supporter of our show. Shout out to you. You are awesome. Can um, I just say shout that, out to that site uh, on the Entertainment Weekly cover? Why does Vision look so fake? He looks so Be- he looks like someone Be- drew him and colored him, and then okay. Elizabeth Olsen just looks like Elizabeth Olsen because Entertainment Weekly has the worst covers. They always have for the Avengers for DC characters. They do the worst, worst, worst. Designing it and digital so art, so dumb. It it is. It's always been bad. And Total Film has the best covers. Them and Vanity Fair. Yeah, Vanity Fair. Total Film. Yeah, Total They're Doom Empire, one. Empire. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Empire's yep. good too. Here's what scares me with this image, and it's not the design. Like I don't hate it, but I get what you're saying. If you look closely at Vision's face, does he really look happy to you, or does he look like twisted? He looks twisted. It looks like he's like, I'm going to fucking kill people. Excuse my language, but this girl. I doubt how that's how it turns out, but it could be just how they designed this cover. I don't know. It looks so dumb. Wanda's so mentally messed up right now that that maybe she's, maybe something. Well, this is all happening inside her mind. Exactly. I mean, Vision still has the mind stone in his head. As far as we know, because we have no idea. A trailer should be coming soon, a new one with a release date. But the new, the new set photos that we got, well, not set photos, the stills, um, 
Entertainment Weekly has said that this black and white because they filmed in front of a live studio audience, which is which is something Murphy's Multiverse reported on like right. almost a year ago. So, so they shout out. so they're doing like family sitcoms. So they have the fifties and they're going into like family sitcoms from the set like the nineties, like Full House ish. Yeah. And this is more like I Love Lucy. Looks totally like an I Love Lucy reboot. Exactly. If someone said if someone told me this is not WandaVision and that they're just rebooting I Love Lucy, that looks like I Love Lucy. Oh, she'd be great for another Lucy if they redid it. Oh, the, yeah, frick yeah. But Paul Bettany would not be a good Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> no, they need somebody of Spanish descent. <laughs> Cuban. Cuban. Yeah, well, you, well they yeah, speak yeah, Spanish. Yeah, yeah, and you get it. Anyway, um, so they're saying that this will be the first episode. Which is cool. Which, I like Which I starts like, off. If they started off like that, then, I mean, it's going to jump so, around to, like, actual real life because we saw, like, the dramatic scenes. It's just, so there's six episodes. They're going to be an hour long. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, 2020. Well, that's tw- seven. Well, maybe they jump ahead. I just think it's going to be all over the place. Well, we know. I, I we think know that full- they're going to do a little bit of this and then jump into like Wanda, like visioning it. Pun it's so funny that she's. They're going to do something very Full House style because Elizabeth Olsen was on those sets. Oh, yes, <laughs> they. Uh, Full uh, Warner Brothers wanted Elizabeth Olsen to come back as Michelle. Oh, for Fuller and she House? said no. Yeah. Oh, uh, I would have said no too if I was her. Well, they all, but that's kind of cool though that they offered it to her. Just yeah, to offer. yeah. Well, yeah, because they reached out to Mary Kate Nashley and they were like, they were just over it because their fashion empire. And then they reached out to Elizabeth Olsen, and she didn't want to do it. I think it was the reason why, like, she didn't want to like overshadow her sisters you know what i mean and i think but it would have been cool yeah no i agree and i think fuller house was starting to roll out as civil war was kicking off or ultron or something by the way fuller house is one of the best post great show shows does that make sense i'd never seen like if you i only saw the one to see all the people return and then they made that joke like where's where's michelle and they all look at the camera. Yeah, yeah. all awkward. But it hold it holds up. I like the I like the the newish yeah. show. And now Aunt Becky is in jail in Victorville. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, she's fine. She's well, at like a yeah, resort. I meant, she's at the most lenient resort in, jail. No, rest in prison. Yeah, there rest you go. Prison. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, that's all that came out about Wandavision. Yeah, trailer so. soon. But, which, which is uh, awesome. Yeah. Six one hour episodes. So that'll be the first episode. Is this? If you guys want to go to the website. Um, we just posted all the stills and then the Entertainment Weekly so you guys can make fun of Vision's face. And, and look at uh, the cool photo. So these are going to be stills from the first episode. Oh, I forgot. Uh, go down. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see Catherine Hahn, by the way, playing oh, that yeah. wicked. She looks good, man. Yeah. I, something Call about me. Something about like 1950s sitcoms. Yeah. The, all the women are super, super beautiful. They always have been. Yeah, you're, oh. you're 100% right. Um, Give me 1940s Lucy, Lucy, Lucille Ball. Mm-hmm. Don't make the <laughs> yeah. sound. That sounds so weird. Oh, okay. Give me Ricky too. Oh yeah, Ricky. Oh god, Babaloo, baby. <laughs> um, anyway, shall we do something that we've been waiting for? Yes. And I love this new segment yeah. of our show. Yeah. Tell them what we're fan casting this week, Sky. Okay. Before I do that, every week now we Derek and I have decided we're going to fan cast something new. Now we did the first week we did X Men. Second week we did Fantastic Four. But Disney only offers us to fan cast so much. We could fan cast a live action remake in the future. We're, sure. gonna, we're not going to limit our fan cast to Disney. So we're rebooting 
we're going to fan cast something that's actually rebooting right now, and that's the it's, Power Rangers. And it's some that, if you're our age, it's something that you grew up with unless you live under a rock. Exactly. Um, shame on you if you didn't watch Power Rangers as a kid. There's like 50 different versions you had to have watched All you one. need to watch is Mighty Morphin, Zeo, and Turbo. That's it. And the Power Rangers movie. Yes, which I And love. the Turbo movie. I like the Turbo. And the Zeo movie. Oh, they did the straight to DVD mm-hmm. where they have yeah. uh, where they have the kids, and then they go and find the crystals, and they like rapidly grow up. Yeah, but so sick. Before just because now we're talking, it's so fun. We get to talk about Power Rangers. Um, I love Power Rangers. It's I, like my favorite thing. I love that um, the guy that plays Tommy, whose name I always forget, Jason Jason David, David Frank. Frank. Yes, I like that he's been a Power Ranger. Till the, to this day, yeah, he still he, appears. He's in Batten's Son, which I don't know if you guys know Batten's Son. Mortal Kombat one's so good. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know Batten's Son. It's something that you guys need to go look up right now. They do, um, they do these showdowns where they have like Darth Vader fight Batman, and then um, they Superman have Superman and Thor. Yeah, Superman and Thor, and then they do one where uh, Jason David Frank reprises as Tommy Oliver and he fights Sub Zero from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, he does. He does it twice. He fights someone else too. I can't remember, but there's one where uh, it's the Joker versus something, and the guy that plays the Joker, he's the uh, he's the owner of their production That's studio, so cool. and he's played Nightwing. They came out with a Nightwing short series, which was awesome. Acting was a little so-so, which I mean, if it was you have like their Mortal films, Kombat series, well, yeah, or their uh, they did the Valiant comics, yeah, instead of you know Vin Diesel's oh, Bloodshot, Jason, yeah, Jason, Jason David, David, Frank. David Frank played Bloodshot, yes, correct, and that's one of the best YouTube like channels just bet, for production yeah i've value. been watching them for years yeah. so let's get into our power rangers fan cast skylar start it off who do we want to do first i say we do the core rangers then so, the villain and then we leave tommy oliver for last because that is my favorite ranger okay red ranger i wanted someone who i feel like can be a leader but i also wanted someone who's got not name value but face value because I th- you do need to sell this movie with, with one of the Rangers having face value. And I think a couple do, but this one probably has the most in my cast. I really hope it's the same one as mine. N- it won't be. Mine is Love, Simon himself, Nick Robinson. Oh, that's good. I, I think he was really good in that one Jurassic World movie. He's, 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 uh, he's great in Love, uh, Love oh, he's, Simon. Yeah, and he makes the, the appearance. He's the executive producer. He's, oh, what was he in that I really liked? There was one other project that I saw Nick Robinson, and I'm like, he is really good, and like, it's, it's, it's escaping me right now. Anyway, no, but that's my, a good pick. Nick Robinson would be my, my, my uh, Jason. Okay, so I went with somebody who can lead a whole movie. Okay. And I went with somebody who's super super hot on the on the ticket right now i'm going tom holland to lead this team he's a red ranger if you're going if you're if you're talking he's spider-man he's uh, he's nathan drake he's in that really devil all the time this dude is going to be the next leonardo dicaprio so put him in a Power rangers movie (laughs) i'm just saying no 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 he's gonna be an oscar winner now make him jason no, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying, like, he's, he's, def, he's like, defining pop culture when it comes to leading roles oh. as much as, like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. did. And I think that Tom Holland could carry this team and this movie, and he has a face, and people, you know, when you see Tom Holland on the marquee, you're like, oh, hell yeah, I need you to watch that. I think he's perfect for the Red Ranger. All right. Who's next for you? All right. So I'm going Blue Ranger. Okay. And he's slightly a little older, and he can lead... He's led multiple. Uh, he's led multiple TV series. He has. He's led 
when he was younger, he led a full movie for Blue Ranger. Going. I'm going Freddie Heimer. I knew you were going him when you said he TV. plays nerdy he, so well. He was, and if he can be, you remember uh, in the newest Power Rangers that um, I can't. R.J. Siler. He played he, Billy, but he played. But him he plays a, him like autistic, which I liked. I but loved how Freddie Highmore plays autistic in the in Good, good doctor. doctor. Yep. If That's he can, if thing. he can tone it down from the Good Doctor and kind of just have play like, more scientist. Well, if he has like nerd. social anxiety, play yeah, it like that. That's good. That's a great pick. I I saw his name and I thought about him too. I'm going with an actor who, <clears throat> to me, has had opportunity after opportunity, and it just doesn't work. See, he, he's he's had possible franchises. He's been in a franchise that could have spawned movies and no one went out to see it. I think I know who you're talking about. Who is it? Ty Sheridan? No. Oh. No, no. I thought I thought was, about him. He was one of my, my first ones for He Jason. could have been a Red Ranger. He yeah, can lead yeah, a freaking yeah, movie. Yeah, I thought about him too. Um, but I'm going Aza Butterfield from oh, Ender's Game. yeah. And uh, he's been in a, a He's a Freddie Highmore type. Yeah, he was in Hugo with Martin, Scor- uh, Martin Scorsese's film, No, I like that cast. That's good. Um, so he... I, I just feel he play, he looks like he could play nerdy. He was already in the running to play Spider-Man going off of your Tom Holland. Yeah. Um, he, it was down to him, Tom Holland, and another actor. Nat Wolf. Nat Wolf? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was, so it was, they were the finalists. Yeah. So was, and I would have loved to see Nat. I, okay. I love, and if anybody is our age, if you've the seen Naked the Brothers Naked Brothers, Naked Brothers yeah. Band, but you cannot deny that those two kids have really defined themselves as really good well, especially actors. especially Alex. Um, well, Alex Wolf, Hereditary, yeah. uh, uh, Patriots Day, Jumanji, and his brother Nat Wolf. Uh, he's well. I don't want to talk about freaking uh, Death Note, <laughs> but he's in really good indie movies. Yeah, no, that's a that's a that'd be a good pick. I, he would have been a good Billy too, in a weird way. Um, so I'm going to use a Butterfield. I really like your Freddie Highmore pick. I thought about him too. So that's it's funny that you uh, okay. Say him. So we're doing Zach the Black Ranger. This was the easiest one for me next to another one. Um, I'm going someone who people love, but they don't get to see his face enough. And that's Miles Morales himself, Shamik Moore. Hey, that's I, good. I, he, he needs... He's older, though. He is 26. Really? He is 26 years old. and he, Oh, he looks like he's 30. Yeah, Nick, Ro- <laughs> Nick Robinson is... Uh, no, he's 25. He's, he's in that age range with the rest of my cast. Yeah. Um, so I'm going Shamik Moore. Everyone loves him in, uh, you know, in Spider Verse. They love his voice. He has a good look. Who look? He looks like a like he could play like a '90s act if they wanted to put it back in the '90s. Um, he was in that Netflix series, The Get Up. Um, Fun he fact: deser- He deserves. I'll, I'll let you finish. Sorry. sorry, he just deserves a starring role in a franchise, live action franchise, and I think this would be perfect. For okay, him. a little Power Rangers fun fact: Michael B. Jordan auditioned for Zach in the original series. He lost out to uh, Hold on, I forgot what? his name. How? That, no, that that can't be true. It has to have been another Power Rangers. He's thirty. The Power Rangers came mm. out in ninety. He would have been okay, a baby. He went on Conan and said that he lost out. Maybe the maybe the oh. twenty seventeen movie. No, 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 no. Because he wouldn't lose I to R.J. Lo- Siler. No, I think he lost out on the actual actor from Power Rangers, but I don't think it was Power Rangers. I think I got confused. Like the guy who got cast, like he plays Zach. What was he in? He played a. He played a. He played a. A bu- villain, like a breakdancing villain. <laughs> yes, he was a bully. Yeah, I think Michael oh, B. Jordan lost that yeah. on him. Oh, 
What was that? I don't know. You can find the interview if you go on YouTube and look up uh, Michael B. Jordan on Conan. Yeah. He, he talks put, about him. And he, he was, was like, man, I lost to the guy that's missing a middle finger. Yeah. He, oh, <laughs> who is he? Yeah. He's like this. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, I remember he played like the, the bully's friend. I'm going to play the audio. Keep going. Yeah. Look up the movie. His name's I Walter will. Jones. I will. His name's Walter Jones. He played, he played the bully's friend. And when they were picking on the kid, he tried to be nice to the guy they were picking on. Who was that? What movie was that? Because I totally remember. Oh my goodness! I and I just watched the movie, or I saw the clip the other day. Oh my goodness! Yeah, Walter Jones, and he looks the same. By the way, that guy does not age. Walter Jones is the guy who plays Zach, right? Yes. Keep talking. Um, I can't. I really don't know where to go from here, honestly. <laughs> um, maybe it's this one. Hold on. There's an ad. Hold on. Oh, it's one of these ones that you can't skip. And it's Sonic, which looks delicious. Okay. They're drinks, by the way. Okay. And they're queso burger. In the film that we're going to talk about, Fruitvale Station, you had... Uh, a beard, but you said that it, it took you, and, and not even a, just a little more than you have now. We don't have to, like, we don't have to bring that up right now. Well, okay, let me skip a little forward. I'm fascinated by the few hairs waving down there. <laughs> My life was all designed towards getting that right. dangerous look. That, you know, he might choke me up. I don't know. And I, 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 could, I could never, you know, they like that. They like that. And I, and I, and I couldn't. Michael B. Jordan's so handsome. <laughs> They should. I got a lot of hair on the back. Or just a strip down the uh, question mark. I gotta change tone. This may not even be the right interview, but it keeps popping up when I type in Power Rangers uh, this and is Walter. An extremely powerful movie. Uh, you are brilliant in the film. Thank you so this much. Is, uh, and um, it is a it is a true story. Uh, and you set it up. This was seven years ago. Oscar Grant. Um, Oscar Grant. This kid from uh, from uh, Oakland, California. It was New Year's, and um, he spent a lot of time with the people. That Kills I love me. Ryan Coogler's approach to the to the film because you the director, the, the, yeah. the, the writer director, because it gives you the day in the life of. You yeah. Know, if I could wake up in the morning with you and spend the entire day go out through go throughout your daily routine, I right. can get a pretty good idea. Their cell phones out. And they were recording. Who are recording it? Mm-hmm. And so you see this young lady, we hear to a person as a person, and you really. It, it just made it so powerful. A fight that takes place on the oh, BART line, the train. Right, right before, uh, right before the. the it precipitates uh, all, all the trouble afterwards. Let's take a look. Okay, um, so this wasn't the right interview. So let's just keep on going. Okay, so who's your black? That's ranger? my bad. My black ranger is somebody who um, he's he's not as notable or noticeable. Um, as far as like his filmography, yeah, but um, he has the look. He plays. He he could play this character as he plays in uh, a show called Thirteen Reasons Why, and my Zach is going to be Ross Butler. Do you know who Ross Butler is? Oh, you went the Asian guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I know he, he he's he, in something that I know and I, I don't, know I don't I don't know, but um yeah this guy if if you've seen um if you've seen Thirteen Reasons Why I mean this guy oh he's he's Shazam oh that's right Duh. he plays the black suit uh, black suit Shaz- no green or black no nope. oh. uh, gr- uh no uh, uh, let 
Let me see his photo. Oh, he's the black one. <laughs> oh, like the gray, the dark gray one. Yeah, but come on. He could totally play Zach. How old is he? Uh, he's 30. 30. Okay. So he's my oldest one. No, I mean, anyway, so, yeah, I, I so. can't see it because it's everything that just happened. I don't know. Before. I saw him and I was like, oh, he could totally be a Power Ranger. Yeah. Okay, so Who's who do you have one? is. Uh, it's your next. It's I your think turn. mine. Oh, next one is going to be Trini, the Yellow Ranger. Easy. Go okay. Ahead. So you've seen her in already some martial arts movies. And when I say movies, I oh, mean I series. And when I say series, I mean Iron Fist. I'm oh, picking Jessica, Jessica Henwick. Henwick. She's yeah. a good pick. I like her. I wanted her so bad to be Mulan. Oh, my God. That would have been awesome. I wanted her so bad. Um, yeah, that's a great pick. I'm going someone for Trini. Someone very similar to... Uh, uh, similar to Aza Butterfield in terms of she got the poo end of the stick in another franchise and i'm going lana condor who played jubilee and dark phoenix oh she looks just like the original actress rest in peace um that was that was my uh yeah yeah very sad um uh where was i going with this oh yeah she was in dark phoenix obviously she was jubilee and uh she just did not a bunch of other stuff too i can't remember or maybe it wasn't dark phoenix what was the one between dark Apocalypse. apocalypse she was in apocalypse i don't know if she was in dark phoenix i can't remember but that she she signs on to this role to play this iconic character in the animated films and in the comics, and, you know, they cut a lot of her scenes. Oh, yeah, she's in Patriot's Day. That's yeah, the last thing. She's, 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 oh, she plays Alita. No, 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 she doesn't. No, that's uh, that's Rosa Salazar. Yeah, um, but that's my Trini. Okay, cool. So next up is... The, the, the one most, we all crushed on. The, with all we all, with, yeah, the one we all crushed on. Uh, uh, Amy Jo Johnson. Yep. Kimberly. Pink Ranger, who do you got? Okay, so I wanted someone who I think is cute because when I when I think of the Pink Ranger, I think oh she's cute. Like I don't I I don't drool over her, but she's like the cute one. You mentioned Ty Sheridan earlier. I went her co-star Olivia Cook. I went Olivia. Oh, Cook. I love Olivia Cook. I had to do it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that was, I dig I dig that casting. Yeah, That's that, cool. That was my pick. So mine is a leading lady, and. She has been in a bunch of stuff. Pitch Perfect, Bumblebee. She's oh, been, yes. She's in the yep. running for Kate Bishop. Yep. Haley Steinfeld. That's a great pick, For too. Kimberly the Pink Because Ranger. she is, again, she's one of those ones you can look at and go, oh, she's cute, but she's also she, a badass. She can play badass. Like yeah, in Bumblebee. That's, a, that's a great pick. Yeah. No, oh, oh, in True Grit. Oh, my gosh. She do, could totally play a badass. Since she's not Kate Bishop. We, we still don't know. I, I still think... I I'm holding think down is. with my tweet. I'm saying that she's not she's, Kate Bishop. I don't think she is. I think Dickinson's but I told that. you I told you all that I will I will put my foot in my mouth if she is Kate Bishop. Yeah. So, anyway. I, I don't think she is. Um, but she's So, be a who's great your pink, pink ranger? That's a great one. Oh, oh so yeah. You turn. already did it. Okay. So, next up is Rita Repulsa. Oh, yes. And I'm going with somebody who is one of those actresses that plays drama very well. She can play a villain. We've already seen her as a, a villain in Suicide Squad. I'm going Viola Davis. Oh, that's a unique pick. I like that. That's actually really I was also pick. looking for a POC, too. Yeah, I, I, I tried. That was, it's, it's hard because you don't want to cross the lines on some of these stuff. Um, well, yeah, you don't want to make Black Ranger, you know, Black. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we had to on this one. 
Well, I mean, the original show. It's their fault. Not our. It's not our fault. Um, The Black Ranger is one of the best Rangers. Zach's always been the cool one. Um, That's actually a really good pick. That's very off the wall, but like not like bad off the wall. She's just she's just better than Elizabeth. She can she can hold herself down as like the leader of a villain group. Which she does in Suicide Squad. And here's, before I get into this, Elizabeth Banks was not a bad Rita Repulsa. She just wasn't the right Rita Repulsa. She, I find it very hard to to see her as a villain. Well, serious. Yes, I find it. It feels she's so off com- to me. She's so well, comedic. Yeah, she's yeah. Comedic. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Um, I went with someone who might not be a familiar name to people our maybe maybe to our age, but not to people younger than us. Um, she's, she plays a lot of love interests, but I can look at her face and go, man, if she played a bad guy, she would creep me out. And I went with, uh, Morena Becerin, who plays Deadpool's girlfriend in the Deadpool movies. Oh, I thought it was Bakarin. Is it, oh, maybe it is Bakarin. Yeah. She's married to, uh, the guy who plays, uh, Jim Gordon in Gotham. Well, she's also in Gotham. That's a good pick. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, he was in the OC. I can't remember his name. He's like the main guy from the OC. It starts with a J. No, <laughs> James Gordon. <laughs> yeah, J- Jim Gordon. I don't know. That's Jim his, Gordon. Yeah. Frick. <laughs> that's so funny. Okay. So, yeah, I like that. That's okay. that's good. Who do we want to go to next? We're going Zordon. Zordon. And Speaking. Uh, okay, go ahead. You went. F- did I go first on Rita? You did. You went first okay, on Okay, so go first on. Speaking of Jim Gordon, I'm going J.K. Simmons. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got that iconic voice. God I, damn it, Rangers! He, I, he, you could play serious. We've seen it in Whiplash. He's played comedic. We've seen him play in the middle with, you know, uh, uh, I was about to say J. J. Jonah Jameson. Um, he, I think and he's got the look. Uh, they those can farmers you, insurance commercials. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, he even has the face for Zordon. Zordon, I think. Um, but there was another pick that I really liked, and I was like, nah, it's maybe I don't think anyone would probably love it. My other pick, just as a side, would be a person of color, and I thought Jordan Peele would be kind of interesting. <gasps> but J.K. Simmons is who I stuck with. Oh, I think that's way better than J.K. Simmons. Yeah, Jordan so- Peele as Zordon would be perfect. Thank you. Okay, so my Zordon. I, I don't even it. need to say it. Robert Downey Jr., I don't know if you agree with that, but I like how he can be like, he can be serious like in Zodiac, but he still has a cockiness about him in every role that he plays. And I think I, that like, I don't know. I, I saw I don't, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. I just, be, I would, it, it, I would, if, if I were to take it back, I would pick Jordan Peele as mine. It's, I, it, it was the first one. I'm like, man, maybe it's a little too off the wall. I should have stuck with it. You're going to love my alpha, by the way. I think you're going to love my alpha. Okay. So Alpha. I want to say that at the same time. Let me let me see. One, two, two three. three. John Thomas Mulaney. Middleditch. Oh, that's good too. <laughs> I think we John Mulaney would be. Go- oh, hello, Rangers. What are you doing here? I'm just sitting over on the bench. <laughs> oh yeah, but Thomas Middleditch would be like, "Hi, hey, hey, I'm Alpha oh, Rangers." Yeah, I think I thought he was more Bill Hader type. That's what I was going for because Alpha I, is like dorky. That's why I went yeah. John Mulaney because John Mulaney just. No, John Mulaney is good, but Tom Thomas Middleditch also screen very right. similar picks. Com- com- comedians went into TV, have been in movies now. I thought we were both gonna at least get one together, like how we both got uh, Teresa Palmer. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> um, okay, so let's go Goldar. Goldar, we're Here gonna we be go. very, very different with Goldar. Is it your turn or my turn? It's your turn. I did. Uh, wait. You, okay. 
I oh, we Zord- both said it at the same. It Zordon. was supposed to be your turn for Alpha. So just no, go- no, no. I did Zordon. Uh, okay, whatever. Just just do Goldar. Goldar was hard until I thought of one horrible movie where I didn't find the guy, the main character, horrible. I found the overall movie to be pretty bad, but he played menacing. What's the What's the movie? Well, it'll give it oh, away. Okay. Um, you'll know it here in a minute. Um, but he's played menacing, big, strong, and I don't want an actor to play Goldar. Winston Duke. No, I don't want an actor to play Goldar. I want someone like physical, like Goldar. That's exactly how I went. I don't want an actor like Goldar is just some like you know uh, henchman that just goes and fights and he has his weird voice like that. And I I don't want an actor to be that. I want Goldar to attack so you want a the voice Rangers. actor. Nope. I went Tyler Maine, who played Michael Myers in the Rob Zombie Halloweens, and he played Sabretooth in X Men. He's big, physical, scary, and I want my Goldar to be big, physical, and scary. Okay. That one's off the wall. Like you said, I, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. I just, I needed someone big. Okay, so I'm going big on both accounts. I'm going big as far as, um, I'm going big as far as he's a big name, and I'm going as far as he's huge, and it's not who you're thinking of, Dave Batista. He's not bad. I, because my Goldar is a dipshit. Yeah, and then Dave Batista plays a dipshit. But do you want, do you want Goldar to be a dipshit? I'm just yes, asking. Uh, yes, see, I do. It, it, okay, my Goldar is not bitch. Okay, if that's where you're going, then that's a perfect choice. Like, because he plays that. Like, and he's see, not I a good. He's not actor. a good. He let's be real. He's not a good actor. He's just found roles that are good for him. Like, and James think, Gunn makes him the a better actor because when he's in anything else, he's just okay. I thought he was good in 2499 Blade Runner. Yeah, but it was so small, and it was more physical. Kind of like, uh, was it Spectre? He, he just played a physical character. Yeah, but where he, where I mean, if he needed you to need a down. physical character, and I think yeah, that... Which is fine, which is fine. Like, if, he, if you're looking for the dipshit, that's like Drax. Yeah, that's what I, was yeah, my... Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, exactly no. what I was going for. Yeah, okay. Our, Lord gold, our, goldars, is, our Goldars are different. Lord Zed is also Rita's bitch, but he's more self-thinking than Goldar. Yeah, yeah that's true. That is 100% true. All okay, right, so it's so your turn and Lord Zed. Lord Zed. Okay, so I went with somebody who uh, he's an Oscar winner, and that's not why I picked him. I found his character in The Amazing Spider-Man Two very good. I'm going Jamie Fox for Lord Zed. I don't. That would be the one where I don't love it, but I don't hate it too. Like. It's not bad. I, I like Jamie Foxx. I really want to watch that Netflix movie he, that just came out with him, um, Project Power, with him and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, yeah. I want to see it. I still haven't seen it, and I'm excited for him to be Electro again, get another shot at Joseph it. Joseph Gordon-Levitt would play a good alpha, too. Yeah, he would. Um, I, I, I like Jamie Foxx. I think my... Here's, here's what's funny. I like Ray. I think he did it. He looks like Ray. Did a great job encapsulating. But you know what my is favorite... Is he an Oscar winner? Or is he... Uh, I know he he's won, Oscar he nominated, Ray, didn't he? He had to have won for keep, Ray. Keep, okay. keep going. My favorite Jamie Foxx performance of all time to this day is Horrible Bosses. He is so Oh, that funny. is so funny. He's mother. Uh, he's a uh, motherfucker. It. I went in my mom's room. I got on her bed. And they're like, oh, no, don't, don't. <laughs> then I stuck my hand in her. And they're like, uh-oh, in her purse. <laughs> and they're like, what? I fucked my mother. <laughs> Out of $100. <laughs> 
it was so oh, it was so good. Even in the second one, which is not as good. Yep, he sure is. He sure did win for Ray, mm-hmm. which obvious that like it's it's Ray. Yeah. Um, okay. He's a good actor. I'm not gonna say I hate that pick. It's just I, I don't see it, but it's good. I went younger with Lord Zed, but I went with someone who just plays crazy sadistic. Someone who's Jared Leto. No, um, much. Uh, I wouldn't say much younger, but younger than Jared Leto. Someone who is just creepy. Someone who's a great actor who's been in multiple things, even things recently that you've watched on Netflix. I'm going with Bill Skarsgård for Lord Zed. Oh, that is good. I, I just he, that's good. It just he he's younger than Marina, but he's still he's still older. Like he, you know he's he's in his thirties. Like give me someone who can who's got the physicality to fight the younger kids if he needs to, but still old enough to be sadistic, and that's. To me, that was Bill Scars. There's probably a million other names better than we picked for Lord Zed, and we just couldn't yeah. figure it out. This one was kind of tough. Yeah. Because it's Lord Zed's such a covered character, and he's... That's... Know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's, that was tough. Okay. Last but not least, Tommy Oliver, the Green and White Ranger. I wanted someone Native American for Tommy Oliver. Okay. I wanted someone who has been in films and series, and films that are straight to... Disney Channel. <laughs> I went Boo Boo Stewart for Tommy Oliver. Oh, he has that swag he's, about him. Yeah, he's got the look. He's got the long hair. And I, for me, I want. I just Tommy don't think Oliver. he has the acting chops to play such a pivotal I, part of this franchise. I, yeah, but you the know, only time like I saw him in Twilight and he was okay. It, even then, I was like, I wasn't impressed with his role in X Men: Days of Future Past either. Yeah, but his role was not big, and he didn't have a lot of speaking roles, so it's saying, not fair. Even seeing what he did, I liked. It makes me I, think that he can't be a big name like that. And I, I see what you're saying, but he's in those Descendants movies now. Say what you will about Descendants. I've, I've never not, seen a Descendants. I've, ne- movie. I've never watched. I've, I've watched one with my son, but I didn't watch all of them. And he's not bad in it, but it's a Disney Channel movie, so I'm not going to say that's his epitome of greatness. Um, I just think he's he's physical. You need Tommy to be physical. He's got the look. He's Native American. He's got long hair. I wanted at least someone like that to play my Tommy. And uh, he might not be the best pick, but I think he's a, a, a an okay, solid pick. It was okay. He was a hard one for me, too. Because yeah. Jason David Frank is synonymous with Tommy, and we didn't know who was going to play Tommy yeah. in the now-canceled Power mm-hmm. Rangers 2 movie. So I think mine is, and I'm going to toot my own horn here, I think it's the best choice for Tommy Oliver. Go ahead. And it was one that I skipped all the way down to Green Ranger because I knew this guy epitomized who Tommy Oliver is. Okay. Oh, I know who you're picking. It's Jamie Foxx. <laughs> so Tommy, Tommy Oliver is this bad boy. You know, he, the ladies love him. He's... At first, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, before Rita gets him as the Green Ranger. You know, he plays an anti-hero until... The Power Rangers grab him and make him good. Yeah, White Ranger, Green Ranger, all that stuff. I went with somebody who plays that bad boy-ish and somebody who is a fantastic actor, and he's proven it time and time again. Timothy Chalamet for Green Ranger. I say what you will, I think that's perfect. I, Plays that bad boy. Oh man, I I get excited just thinking about it. I like the pick in terms of 
the act because I like Timothy. I'm I'm excited for him in Dune. You know we're excited for Dune. But one other thing, sorry to cut okay. you off. Um, the downfall of Timothy Chalamet playing a Green Ranger or just being in a franchise like this in general, I think it's a I think it's below him. If I'm to be honest, I think he's. I think he is the next Leo. I think he just grabs Oscar buzz movies after and after yeah, again. I think that's where I would pause. I think it's a great pick. It might even... He just to, looks like he if, would be a if, great ranger. If you're going... I need to see Dune first before I see his like physicalness. But his Lady Bird. Powers. He, that's how I want my Tommy to act. Sure, sure. Yeah, actually, that's actually a really good point. Man, maybe Saoirse Ronan would have been a good pink ranger too. I don't think she's the, the, like. Oh she's my. the same below her. She was a Mary Queen of Scots. She yeah, was in. But okay, but why would it be below them? Like I'm making a case for Tim. I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm playing. I just, I'm playing the the case for Tim. Okay, Shelby. so because I, I I do think he's a great okay, actor, and would if he was the Green Ranger, I'd be like, oh yeah. So the reason why I think it's below him is because um, it's just. He's been a part of so many lovable movies and ones that are like nominated. And I think that you would have to nab him by a large paycheck or you have to get him with a For good sure. story. And if you I, went the normal route, I don't think that Timothy Chalamet would sign on. But I do think that um, I lost my train of thought. I guess that's basically it. Is I, I just think that he's too serious. Oh, there it is. I think he's a too serious of an actor to play in a Power Rangers movie. But he is goddamn perfect. He, it's a good pick, and I'm, now I'm about to make a case for him. So I agree in a sense. But when we look back at these like franchises that are just marquee, and based on your whole cast, Tom Holland, Timothy Chalamet. Obviously, one of them has to take... We're saying if your movie got the green light. Because I think you have some great ones. I think I have some great ones. But you put their names on the title card. Money, 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 money. And I think Timothy Chalamet would... There's a part of me... He signed on to Dune to work with Denis Villeneuve. I don't think he signed on because Dune isn't... like. Yeah, there's the old Dune, which people like. It's like a cult classic. But Timothy Chalamet, I guarantee you at his age is looking for that marquee franchise, whether it's Very Marvel true. or DC. But the Power Rangers is the next thing to have franchise power. If they do it right. Correct. Which I think the 2017 Power Rangers did it right. I Just love that No movie. one went and saw it. Shame on them. Um, that scene where they're all driving their vehicles and it goes... Dun, 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 dun. It was the same people that sung the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers mm-hmm. the movie song. It was I, so cool. That gave me chills. Me too. Every time I still watch it to this day, and I like how they play it. I do, and I don't like the guy, but I love how they play the Kanye West song at, at the oh, end. Oh yeah. <laughs> so what I'm gonna go based off of is kind of like a story outline. Is I think that you do an origin story. I agree. I think you do that. I think you do it a little more. I don't know. I didn't like the origin story in the 2017 Power Rangers. I thought it was a little too. It was too young adult. I think it was too off the wall. I think it was just very, very, like, the, very YA to me. Like, yeah. oh, let's try and make it like a, not Twilight, but let's make it Twilight-esque with yeah. our, in terms of the order. I, I get what you're saying. Like, so, yeah, for sure. my plot point is, is that they make the Green Ranger the villain of the first movie. 
As they should. I agree with that. And I 100%. think that you you slide Rita and Goldar and Lord Zed behind the scenes, and I think that you get Tommy Oliver like brainwashed almost by Rita, and you make him go fight the Rangers. Yeah, I I like that. I probably go the same route as you. I would make I wouldn't make Lord Zed even anything big. Like my Lord Zed would be like the the an would, end credit scene. I would rather like if we're talking like someone like a big bad. I would rather see Lord Zed than Goldar as like that person. I would like at the end of my movie personally. You know, the Green Ranger, he teams up and then they they all He fight. gets the White Ranger suit at I the end. I was going to say it, he's they're they're running and all of a sudden in a rock he sees Saba and then Zaba is voiced yeah, by someone then cool. Yeah, he find yes. Oh, who would voice him though? Like it would have to be like very monotone but like witty. Captain Holt. <laughs> it is I, just, Zaba. No, it's it, just Cast him in everything. Bill Hader. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's the Power Rangers for you. Hey, that was fun, and I think you had some really good ones. Yeah, you too. Yeah, so that, that was, it, was, that was it was good. All right, so uh, Corey, play the thing. It's time for the... Wait, no, oh. no. There's a couple more Don't things. do it yet. Yeah, don't play the thing yet, and hang on. First off, let us know what you want us to fan cast. It'd be fun to see yes, what you yes, want yes, us to yes. fan cast. It could be a Disney movie, a live action remake. It can be Marvel, DC. It could be, if you think there's a franchise out there that needs a reboot, let us know. We'll fan cast it. We'll even re fan cast it. It doesn't even need a reboot. We'll We'll recast Harry Potter. Frick it. That would be fun. Um, But we want you to tell us what you want us to fan cast because this has been so much fun to us. Um, It is time to get into the thing you've all been waiting for. Is it a good one? Corey, play it. It's time for the rumor of the week. It's time for the rumor of the week. Thank you, John Bailey. So I was telling Derek earlier today, I was texting my source. We were just talking, you know, normal. We were actually just chatting. What were we chatting about? We were chatting about the live action Pinocchio remake. You told me a couple things, which I don't want to get into on the show today. Cause I'm still trying to think about how I'm going to play the live action Pinocchio stuff on the website. Maybe, maybe next week we'll see. But then he turned my direction to pirates of the Caribbean and he goes, man, you know, Johnny Depp's been in the news lately. Like, you know, is all you hear anything? And I was like, no, you know, I, I've always heard that you know, as of earlier this year, I heard there were no plans for Johnny Depp, but then they started doing two Pirates movies, one that would include the Jack Sparrow character in its universe, like it would exist in his universe, and then the new one with Margot Robbie, which exists in an alternate, I wouldn't say timeline, but an alternate Pirates universe separate from the Jack Sparrow movies. Um, and he goes, interesting. He's like, I heard something on that. I'm like, interesting. And we all know that he was fired. We just talked about it earlier today. He was fired off of uh, Fantastic Beasts. And now I don't want to get into the drama of the two. And I know you don't. Um, because Johnny Depp has done, you know, his faults. Which we all have our, our faults. And she's done her faults. Anyways, I don't want to get into it. Pick sides. But my source told me that you know, the one that exists in the Jack Sparrow universe, that movie will include Jack Sparrow. The thing is, that Jack Sparrow might not be Johnny Depp. And you know what name was is popping up on uh, some Disney execs' heads to play Jack Sparrow? Who? He's, he's going to be in the Tron universe. He was our favorite Joker, Jared Leto. Ooh. Which... Now I know a lot of people are going to jump on this like, oh my, no one can be Jack Sparrow. 
except Johnny Depp, which I know we all, first off, let, let me give you my opinion before I continue on with my rumor of the week. My opinion on the Jack Sparrow character, Johnny Depp was nominated for an Academy Award for Supporting Actor for the first Pirates of the Caribbean as Jack Sparrow. He was a great Jack Sparrow. In fact, my favorite Pirates movie is the third one, and I know a lot of people who love the second one. Is that at World's End? Yeah. I like the second one because Davy Jones was scary. Yeah. He's scary in both, but... And it was cool. Like, yes, the character became more comedic. He was comedic in the first one, but he became more drunk and comedic. Then the fourth one came out, and it was super boring. And then the fifth one came out, and it was better, but very boring. The character became tired. And for me, I'm not saying I would want Jared Leto to be Jack Sparrow. In fact, if I'm calling the shots, you retired the Jack Sparrow character. He's I had agree. Five, totally he's, agree. He's had five movies. He's been fine in all five of them. Just it's just it's it's a tired game. Like you know, it, he the story ended. You know, the curse was broken. Now there's like a end credit scene where Davy Jones is like walking up, but it was a dream. Like that's a dream. Like let, let's let's end that right there. The the Jack Sparrow character for me is done. He has no daughter. He has no family ties. He's just a drunk pirate that wants to sail the seven seas. You don't need a closure. You don't need an ending. And uh, I say in the character, but if you're going to recast in a cameo role and you can't get Johnny Depp or you don't want to get Johnny Depp, but you still want Jack Sparrow around to pass the torch to a Karen Gillan or whoever they cast as the main pirates, then yeah, then fine. You know, put Jared Leto as Jack Sparrow for like five minutes in a cameo and have him kind of play that character really quick and pass the torch. I'm totally cool with that. Now, this is just a name that's floating around. That This isn't a confirmation that it's happening. It's not a confirmation that they're in talks. It's just a name floating around. It's an idea floating around. This can all change. But I thought it was pretty juicy enough to share because all the news about Johnny Depp recently. Yeah, and, that's... Uh, there's that. That's I like room. Jetty. I, Jetty Lero? Yeah. <laughs> Jared Leto. I like Jerry Leroy. Thing. He's our favorite actor. The reason why I do like that is because he envelops his characters like he's method yeah which he i don't know that I, could be interesting because johnny depp's not method he was interesting in 2049 speaking of blade runner right he's a good actor i think he gets a lot of flack but you know say what I'm, you I'm a jared little simp so whatever say what you will it's time to shout out some of the executive producers for the show take it away derek Give me one second. There was another $10 subscriber that I need to grab. <laughs> so just while he's doing that, just a couple things. Uh, don't forget to check out the website. We have all our stories up there. Shout out to, always shout out to our, our hardworking writer team, social media team. That we, we love them. They're so fantastic. And they're going to be a much bigger part once the studio starts rolling out. Uh, we're excited for some new perks to get your guys' gifts out now that we're here. Um, there's so much we're doing. And we're so excited to... Uh, keep running these shows out to you and getting the YouTube launched and growing the Patreon into something even better for you guys to make it, you know, worthwhile outside of the rumor of the week and the the podcast. We have so much fun doing this. Uh, we, Derek and I, trust me, like for the last few, even since we started, but even recently, like this has been our, our, you know, our, our, just our life. And, you know, this is our heart and soul right now. And we're doing our best to make this as best for our readers, our listeners and our soon-to-be watchers. Um, but like like I said, interact with us. Hit us up on Instagram and Twitter. You, you already know our social medias. Um, if you're subscribed to the podcast, you know where to find us. You know where to find the Diz Insider. 
uh, comment on all these episodes, the recasts, um, let us know your thoughts on everything. Cause Derek and I read all your comments. Um, and, uh, Elliot will fact check us on everything that we need to be fact checked on. So follow Elliot. He's, he's our fact checker. We'll get him on the discord cause we're going to start a discord server pretty soon. It's time to thank our executive producers on the Patreon. This podcast was ex- what that too. Yeah, that too. This podcast was executive produced by Elliot Bullock II, Andrew Desimir, Lauren Javier, Adam Armstrong, Brian Griebel, Ernesto Barreda, Spencer Weary, Sean Williams, Chico Chu, Brianna Schad, Jacob Cano, Edward Rose, Mint God, Lex Lindquist, Brian Kitson, Randy Cole, Danik Bigras, Don Satori. Jackson Wayne, Corey, Corinne Graves, Colin Chris, I can always, uh, Chris, Chris Tech, Chris, Chris Tech, Chris Tech, Carrie Castro, thank you for, she's a, she's a new $10, thank you so much, and Abby Stoshak. Oh my God, I forgot. Barreda. I missed it. I'm so sorry, Ernesto. I know you, you listened to the show just for me I did to it. say that. I did it. I know, I, I just, I was, I, I was reading the names because of the new one. Barreda, sorry. I'm so sorry, Ernesto. I'll get you back next time. Anyways, thank you guys so much for supporting the show. We love doing it. We love that you guys love it. Um, we have some new stuff to announce. Uh, we're not ready yet, but uh, be on soon. the lookout for that. And uh, hey, uh, Corey, Corey, play me that sweet, sweet outro music. Yeah. Uh, please don't ever do that again. Oh, I'll do it next week too. All and right. And a, a one, a two, a three, a four. A five. Bye. Bye.